It's time to rock and roll! I like your background. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> the moment we, we figured out that we were going to be able to do this, I was like, well, yeah, I got to throw yeah. this on there. There's no way I, I shouldn't. Um, yeah. Hello. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. Uh, it's, we're not doing a regular episode today. We're doing a very special interview with a very special guest. Uh, my co-host, Universa, is also here, and I'm going to give him credit for setting this up. So thank you, Gene. And uh, thank You're you. Welcome. Thank you, Kira Gardner, for joining us, director of the Living with Chucky uh, documentary. Mm -hmm. I have, well, we have so many questions for you, but first off, how are you? How is the press junket run going? <laughs> it's good. It's overwhelming in a, in a positive way. It's weird when, like, I originally thought nobody was able, was going to be able to watch this movie because of just all the crazy legal hoops and obstacles for me to jump through and like be sitting here and be doing a press junket is crazy. Yeah, uh, so you've obviously literally been living with Chucky, hence the, the documentary. <laughs> um, many people might not know this, but you also did a version of this as your thesis film, I believe, in college? Is, it was not it? my thesis, uh, but it oh, was a sorry. short film that, no, that's okay. I was, I would be, <laughs> uh, I was 19 when I did this short film of this. So it was my second year in um, college. Okay. Did you gotcha, have gotcha. the idea to turn it into a feature when you first uh, started working on that? Or was it like just uh, like a project for school and then it like stuck around with you? Kind of like uh, uh, in the middle of those two. Like it was a project for school originally. And then I had so much footage because uh, it was a seven minute film and I had like seven interviewees just for that. So I had seven hours of footage <laughs> to go through just for that. And it was like, this would e be easy to make a longer version of for sure. So kind of after getting the response at the film festivals with the short and it seeming like something that fans would be um, receptive to when it was when I started embarking on getting more interviews uh, while I was still in school. And then when I graduated, I got all the interviews that I could uh, in LA. And then once we had like a little bit of financing, I went out to New York and Baltimore and got Tony Simpone and John Waters. And then it all kind of came together. Yeah, no, it, it, came, it comes together so well in the documentary. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, um, I just had a question, you know, just kind of watching it. Um, can you talk a little bit about the opening credits? Those were like really neat, really enjoyed like, like how it was animated and everything. Yeah, um, I, <laughs> that's so funny. Yay, I, this artist that is from Mexico, Lucas David, he, uh, if you don't follow him, you should. Jennifer Tilly has reposted his work. And I, I think it was, I saw her post something of his work, a drawing of her. And I thought it was really cool. That's kind of the world that I would live in if I could draw. And uh, I had this idea starting with the short of um, animated bits. I had to animate some B-roll for my short film in college because of uh, legal reasons. So okay. I always thought of the idea of like Chucky walking into a house being animated, but I could not do that in school. I could not do that. And so when I, it became a feature and I actually had time for a title sequence, um, it was just kind of, I saw uh, Lucas's drawing on Instagram and I reached out and saw if he, like, I was like, do you want to be a part of this thing and make it? 
And uh, so it was like, oh, it was their first big like animated thing to something like that extent. So he like dove into uncharted waters with me, which was really cool. And it was my first time really working with like an artist and an animator and they, they like knocked it out of the park. Yeah, no, it came together so well. It was really, really cool. I'm glad you liked that. Yay, that's like Thanks. one of my favorite parts. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No, the, the documentary really is like, it, it's really good. It's really fantastic. Uh, like it's, I, I think maybe this might be a controversial statement, but like, I think it's easy to make a love letter to stuff we care about. I think you go the extra mile and like you make, obviously make it very personal. And we understand why, not just you love it, but you've expressed why a lot of people love this franchise. What was the most challenging part of making the documentary though for you? Oh God, uh, editing it and also the legal uh, matter of it all because that's not, uh, not little IP to have to clear, you know? Um, it was, I, and I also got the runaround from some unions and some fees that I would have to pay, which wasn't actually the case. And uh, I could get things waived. And this was my first, you know, like really, this is my first feature, but also my first big project really out of film school. So there were just so many things I didn't know or like know to ask or uh, know that I could have a loophole around. So it was really just like time consuming and trying to figure all of those things out. And, uh, and also the editing process was insane. I didn't have an assistant editor or anything like that. I have 14 hours of footage that I had to like transcribe and I transcribed every interview by hand. I didn't know there's a website that can do that for you. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, editing is, is tough, but, and I opted out of editing a, like a thesis, my senior year of college, because I was like, I don't like editing. And then I was just like, well, I guess I'm going to have to do this because it will save me money. I can edit it on my own time and I don't have to pay anybody other than like paying my sanity forward. Um, and so that was really challenging. It was like, how do I hit all the topics? It was really hard. Like we got to talk about the films first in order to talk about how we feel about them. And we got to talk about the CGI versus practical. We have to talk about the budget cuts. Like I want to talk about the budget cuts and then we have to talk about the family part of it. It was just like so many topics to cover in a short span of time. No, you yeah, did a, a great job. Like really, like it, it seems like a lot to encompass. And yeah, like I could recommend this to people who maybe aren't like that familiar with the Child's Play Chucky franchise. Um, I will make them familiar because I'm also an obsessive, but yeah. you know, like it's, it's, a, it's like a gateway to like, oh, this is why like people love this you know right yeah um just kind of going off of that um can you talk a little bit about um for the movie um you know it was really cool that you included um some of the like um interviews they're talking about some of the lgbtq themes in the films in child's play because you know it's kind of like ahead of its time and just in terms of representation and everything yeah i think you can't really talk about Chucky without talking about the LGBTQ community. Um, it's interesting. I think one person, a lot of people were like, and and it's interesting that she dives into this. It's like, but you can't not dive into it. You're bypassing such a huge part of it, especially now with the TV series and um, just how much more like progressive it has gotten even from 2004. But yeah, it was definitely ahead of its time back, back then. Um, but 
Yeah. And I didn't even realize that it could, it really started with Bride, if you think about it, with Jennifer Tilly being in Bound, which uh, makes sense, but I wasn't even thinking about it. And it, it would feel weird to not cover it, especially for like Dawn, who has never shied away for embracing that part of the franchise, even when it was not met well at certain points in history. Um, so I, I, it was a big, big, also like Glenn, Glenda was like in seed and that's the one that my dad first started on. So it's just like, we can't, it's almost like I feel kinship to Glenn as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we gotta talk about Glenn and Glenda. Yeah. Um, they're too cute. So yeah. And John Waters being involved, just everything's gay. Everything's gay. It's all gay. And you got to talk about it. Yeah. And, and it rules. And I think that's why I like Cena Chucky's kind of like, it, it's had this elongated life. You know, I think maybe that was more divisive when it came out and now everyone's like, yeah. no, this rules because of <laughs> literally all this stuff we just mentioned, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now we got Gigi who is the cutest little chicken nugget <laughs> of a doll. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. And oh my Watson who plays, you know, the human versions are they're amazing i just worked with them i got to meet lachlan for the first time in december i worked with them on a music video and they're amazing and it's just like wow it's such a supportive um and inclusive franchise that not i can't say the same about other horror franchises i know that yeah. they've like i know there's one of the um nightmare on elm streets that is i can't remember if it's the second oh, or the, the second one yeah it's, it's yeah. Two, yeah pretty yeah so, i love that one <laughs> exactly but uh this has continued like been continued on which is so cool yeah yeah and like i i'm obviously a big fan of the show too so like when that stuff comes back around that was super exciting but uh yeah. were there any like uh, documentaries you were inspired by while making this too yeah, oddly enough, not any horror documentaries. Also, I'm not going to lie, whichever one was six hours, I didn't watch. Uh, I don't know if that's the Freddy or the Jason documentary, but just my attention span, couldn't I couldn't finish it. But um, uh, so that was my goal to not make it six hours. It could have easily been six hours. Um, but there was this documentary that I watched in film school called Stories We Tell. And that was the first documentary that I saw where the filmmaker was involved in the story and in the process. And to me, as somebody who wasn't drawn to documentaries right away as a viewer, that kept my interest the entire time. And I like came out of that class being like, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Um, so that really inspired me to kind of make something that was personal to myself and kind of be involved in it in a way. Not that I was like, I want to be in front of the camera, just... Like, I think it's always interesting when you can see exactly like the behind the scenes, but in real time. Yeah, it makes it like more personal and everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, it's kind of uh, winding up or uh, winding up here. Um, do you have like a favorite uh, Chucky death in the, in the films? Yeah. That's a good question. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. Um, well, the the window in the in the first child's play where she gets pushed mm -hmm. out, the just that shot in slow motion is really cool, and the building architecture is nice. Um, I'm trying to work my way backwards. Colt, Curse, mm, Adam gets a drill through the head, I guess, which is pretty cool. <laughs> um, the yardstick death is fun because we don't actually see it. And you're like, how the heck could you kill somebody just with the yardstick? But Chucky manages to. <laughs> 
Um, he, he finds a way. Yeah, yeah that's a good he finds one. a way. Uh, maybe I'm like oddly biased, and I like my dad's death because it's over the top. You know, it's like good a champagne bottle of a head coming off. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was actually because that's a great one, especially like the the, the effects on it and everything like that. So you're, yeah. I guess your dad designed that, which is like so. Oh, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah. I was like. Should, should we mention that you know her dad dies on camera like yeah it's a, yeah. It's a highlight of the franchise but you know we don't in a loving way that's in a like, loving way yeah yeah that's that's the thing about horror it's like oh yeah it's so violent and there's so much blood it's everyone should watch it it's fun for the yeah. whole family yeah, yeah it's so fun take your kids take your kids, kids. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah uh, we don't want to keep you here forever uh you've got lots of other people to talk to so we should just uh wind down a little bit more and ask what's next for you coming up next um <laughs> or can you I, talk about it <laughs> um i direct, shot and directed a making of the foo fighters movie studio 666 that came out around this time last year oh. so um that is also personal to me in the sense that i spent two to three years following the band in the whole process of that movie from the first table read to the premiere so I, that footage exists, but it's a little interesting now with the studio, a studio now having ownership and things like that. So I hope that that comes to a fruition of being put together into a documentary for people to see, because that was an incredibly fun movie to be on and work with the Foo Fighters on. Um, and then uh, aside from that, I'm getting back into narrative uh, filmmaking finally, yay. So nice. short films and then hopefully my first narrative feature shortly after. Well, we cannot cool. wait to see all of that lined up. Uh, it reminds me to check out Studio 666 as well. Yeah. Um, best of luck to you on all your endeavors. Everyone, you can watch Living with Chucky at, on all VOD platforms, Amazon, Apple, Google Play, Voodoo, uh, coming to Screenbox as well. Um, Gene, any, any final thoughts, words for our guests? Oh, yeah. We just want to wish you uh, good luck at the uh, Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. Ah, there... Do you know when they are? I have no idea. <laughs> uh i'd have to like i'd have to look again okay, I, have no idea. They don't, I have been going in my mug right here oh that's so oh, cool yes. Yay. yeah <laughs> it's crazy to have been nominated it's just crazy i have all my dad's like fangoria magazines that he was mm -hmm. in um from the 80s because my grandma saved them and so anytime like fangoria t even talks to me i'm like oh my god yeah um, so thank you it's crazy to have been nominated and i hope whenever it is yeah of course that, that it does well. <laughs> yeah now best of luck to you um can't wait to see what you got stored for us later thank you thank you so much for having me thank you and right, thank you for your time bye-bye thanks guys <laughs>